welcome to today's edition of Help I Sexted My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Normally, this is the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, but this is not a normal time. My best friend and regular co-host, Jordan North, is secreted away in a castle in Wales on the hit ITV primetime show. Throughout his journey there, I'll be with you every day with a special podcast to keep you up to date with everything our northern friend gets up to. You should know by now that I'm William Hansen. I'm more Rose Bush. Jordan's more Bush took a trial. While Jordan's making friends, hobnobbing with dynamic, big-name stars that everyone wants to spend time with, like Shane Ritchie and Vernon Kay, there's no such luck for me. Please welcome producer Ben. Hi, guys. There it is. Finally, however many episodes we are into this, 428 episodes just into this special edition of the podcast, we finally get the authentic hi, guys. Very much like last night's episode. Waited for a bit for it to get good, but when it did come, it was special. It was special, and we we will talk about that. How are you finding your new vocal fame, Ben? I mean, I, I was thinking about something earlier. Uh, considering people are coming to me saying, your voice is gorgeous, strangely soothing, loving producer Ben. Yeah, nice of you, Mum, to write it. On the podcast. I, I, I actually considered, I know that it caused a bit of a stir when I when I changed my Instagram to producer Ben with, with you and Jordan. I, was now, I should now probably change it to presenter Ben, considering my new role. Are we okay with that? No, we're not okay with that. Jordan would be the first to put you back in your box. Well, he's not here. So forget him. No, well, he's not here. Presenter Ben is here. I would allow temporary presenter Ben. No, no, no. I am very much producer Ben and it will be staying that way for a long, long time. Well, forever. Good. Coming up today, I'll be chatting to former Jungle runner-up and singer Jake Quickenden. Let's hope he's got more X Factor than Gip Factor. When he was sick, I thought, (laughs) come on, man, you can't be serious. But the more I've kind of watched him, he's so endearing. He, he kind of owns everything that he does. And I always say, if you're going to do something, own it. Now, Ben, you finished your pre-mixed D last night. So what are you, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I've, I've treated myself to a can of Chamregel. And why, do, why are you drinking out of a can? Do you not have glasses in East London? What a glass. Let's toast. Uh, I think we toast to bread and butter. To bread and butter. What a delightful delightful bit of food he is obsessed with bread and butter we've got i've got so many photos of my phone of him just eating bread and butter that's that if it was his last meal i think good quality bread good quality butter he'd be in second heaven Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment but first ben tell us all about the competition yes i will be tweeting again this morning at 8 a.m on Twitter, obviously, there'll be a tweet with a link to this very podcast you're listening to. You will have already heard it, but there'll be people out there who haven't heard it. So if you give it a retweet, you can do a quote retweet, you can just do the standard one click, you can maybe do a quote retweet and, and tag a couple of friends who are also watching I'm a Celebrity. But once you've done that, then you are entered into the competition and 24 hours later, there'll be a winner announced. So if you win... William is falling asleep. You win two gin and bonnets pre-mixed bottles. You get two cocktails pre-mixed bottles. And they're, they're all from the bottle bartender. So if you want to <laughs> have a look at what's on offer, you can go to thebottlebartender.co.uk. Um, there's loads on there. I like a mojito. You're more cosmopolitan, I believe, William. Oh, yes. And of course, gin and bonnet, which is the main prize. Let's crash on and talk about the episode that we watched last night on ITV. Um, you know, generally, as an episode went, it was quite a subdued 
episode for a majority of it, would you agree? Well, from a Jordan perspective, we literally had to wait after the first ad break to even see him. I was getting a bit worried that we weren't going to, that he was, there was something wrong, um, because every other minute of this programme seemingly has been Jordan North, at least somewhere in shots, making some sort of quip. So when he came to, when he, when he was there, it got going. It did. It was a slow start. We thought, we're going to have a quiet night, not much going on. Little did we know what was to come. Now, the, the big news from last night's episode was that there were two new campmates that came in. But before that, uh, two of the existing campmates, AJ, the dancer from Strictly, and Jessica Plummer, the singer and actress, went off to do like a mini little trial. To be honest, I don't really understand what they had to do. They had to move some barrels around to, to unlock a key to get some coins. And they, they did that all right. Uh, and they then went off to this um, kiosk, Cledwin. Have I got that right? Cledwin. Uh, and they were all... We said we'd learn Welsh and we haven't done that at all. No, there's, we must get on There's to been that. no attempt, but I'll, I'll, I'll try. I even earlier on was trying to remember how you said the name of the castle. Pfft, it's lost on me. And they won, and they had a choice between popcorn, which I was actually eating some popcorn at the very moment. If you want a little insight into what I was doing whilst watching this. Uh, and and they said, oh, popcorn's what you eat when you're on a diet. It's not in my case, but um, it made me feel slightly better, and I had, had another bag. But they chose, they opted for bread and butter. And I was so happy at that moment, because Jordan loves bread and butter. That's that's all he really wants. When we took him to Monaco, he kept asking for more bread and butter. Uh, at breakfast, he had bread and butter. He was He looked like bread and butter by the time he left the south of France. And thankfully, they got the question right. Now, it was a slightly better question this time because it wasn't based on some vacuous survey it was what colours are in the Welsh flag uh, was it uh, is it A green, red and white or is it green, red, white and yellow and thankfully due to a, a hugely scientific method that Jordan had obviously learned in his many many years of life he got the answer right. Ben Tell our listeners that that weren't watching last night what the hugely scientific way to remember what colours are in the Welsh flag. Well, he, he, the way he remembered was the fact that Gavin and Stacey, a very popular sitcom, and I'm sure a sitcom that that William you haven't seen. Is it even a sitcom or, or just a comedy? Well, it, quite. I mean, I did see a bit, and I went, "Is this even a sitcom?" <laughs> I love it. Every normal family in the United Kingdom, loves Gavin and Stacey because it's brilliant. And thankfully, the brilliance meant Jordan knew the answer to this question. He'd watched Gavin and Stacey, so he then knew the way was flag and the colours within. Uh, anyway, they won it. Jordan was thrilled when they came back with bread and butter. He was so, so happy. Uh, hopefully he's, he's got an appetite back because the other night he didn't want to eat any quail after that ghastly uh, eating trial that he had to do. Um... He then, when they then sort of moved, they moved off, Anton Deck sort of slightly duped all of the, the campmates into thinking that they were all going to be doing a trial. In effect, they kind of were. They were contributing and, and sort of shouting out answers, but actually they were just sitting on, on chairs. So it was really quite a walk in the park. But the new campmates, Russell Watson, who is, a, I'm told, an opera singer, and Ruthie Henschel, who I'm told is a West End star, uh, they were doing the, the sort of the, the trials this time. Jordan was asked for some advice because Jordan is the person that has done most of the trials uh, and his advice was don't overthink it. Now, you and I, Ben, we know Jordan quite a lot 
and he overthinks he overthinks putting his left foot in front of his right. He does, and he overthinks his happy place. We we know that now. And to be honest, I'd like to think that Ant and Dec didn't ask Jordan for advice because he had experience in the in the Bush Tucker trials. I think they asked him because mm. they knew he had a very successful advice based podcast, and he would be able to bring yes. the goods. He would be able to tell Russell and Ruthie what they needed to do. Um, little did Anton Deck know that his advice was absolutely rubbish. Yes. Uh, which, which, made, which made me wonder what, what the worst bit of advice he's ever shared on the podcast. Because as we mentioned, there are lots of other sort of earlier episodes of this podcast and they are normally advice-based. So we, William reads out problems and, and William and Jordan come up with solutions and, well, try. William comes up with a solution and Jordan Jordan sometimes piggybacks off it uh really i mean he obviously his advice was terrible to to russell and ruthie because without me he's nothing wow uh when it comes to advice i'm i think just just putting that out there i see <laughs> i mean it's fine it's not not a problem uh and i'm, I'm completely not insecure about uh, about anything um i do like i'm seeming i'm warming to ruthie oh uh i don't really know much about her other than the fact that uh, i do believe she once dated uh prince edward uh she does say medieval correctly and not many people do in life. So I liked that. The rest of her, her diction's a little bit bad in places, but medieval, not medieval. So good on her. Little sidebar there. So all Jordan needs to do is learn how to say something properly, one word properly, and then you'll be fine with yes. it. Because you often have problems with how Jordan says things. But if he says one word, like medieval, right, you're happy. Very, yeah, ex- Great, exactly. Then they, then they did that trial. It was, pr- uh, to be honest, the, the fish eyes, I don't know, I, I actually had to look away the picking up fish eyes in your mouth and then crunching them in your mouth to to then give a sauce to the thing. I mean, you know, we've talked about me hating fish, but a raw fish's eye. I mean, I don't think a cooked one's any better. Not nice. No, you don't want to crunch those. What was interesting was that just before Ruthie and and Russell, when they were sort of obviously cleaning up and, and before they had to sort of actually then go into the the main camp area, some of the existing teammates were they, they actually admitted that they felt slightly uneasy about the dynamic changing and, and I don't know how you feel I mean again I haven't really watched this program but I think it's quite a nice dynamic I'm, I, I kind of like everybody it, it's nice it's comforting they're not at each other's throats and now it's like oh it's two two new people and our our relationships and the relationships we have seen are potentially at risk. I'm not sure. I think I, they always bring two new people in at this sort of stage. And in a few days' time, I think you'll have forgotten that they are newbies. Like, they'll just become a part of the camera. Like, oh, they were, they were always there. I think yeah, Andy Wymant from Corrie came in late last year and he ended up going on to be the runner-up. Like, they just become a part of the camp and without a thought. Maybe they might sort of ruffle some feathers, but I think... To be honest, people who are saying, oh, I'm worried about the the dynamic changing, it's just slightly, um, there, there's just a bit of insecurity there, more than anything, I'd say. Because you look at Jordan, one of the most secure, genuine people, or the most, I'd say, again, being very biased, in that camp. He is just so welcoming. I mean, he was giving a little tour of the, of the camp. I think he said, here's the fire, which is just amazing. Point out the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> that, that great big burning hot thing in the middle, that's the fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jordan always brings up when, when we met, because I was a student at that point, and a radio student, and he was a bit drunk. He was actually in Cardiff in Wales, so there's a bit of a, a, bit of a link there. Oh. And he was lovely. And I, it was all, at that point, genuinely, it was, 
I was very starstruck. Obviously, now as a presenter on Help Us, my boss, I'm very much at his level. But at that point, <laughs> but the point is, Jordan just absolutely lovely. He was there making sure that Ruthie and Russell were welcome, and that's what he does best. Um, and then the lovely bit at the end, the lovely bit at the end. I mean, not the trial bit. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But the where Shane Ritchie, uh, who is a, an actor most notable for playing a role in EastEnders. Um, decided to sort of hide on some sort of balcony and throw stones at the privy, which is a sort of an odd word for loo, uh, an outdoor loo, whilst Jordan was in there. And uh, and Jordan didn't like it. What bloody hell's that? Oh, who's throwing stones, you knobheads? Hello? I think someone's throwing stones over the wall. Right, is anyone up there? Hello? Jordan calling someone an obhead a sound that I'm very used to. Yes. <laughs> in my job as producer of this podcast. It's as if you were there. The thing with that moment when Jordan was walking up to the loo at the end, I was like, oh no, oh no, what's about to happen? How is this going to go wrong? <laughs> and then it ended up just being a lovely moment. And I think, obviously, I'm, I'm on Twitter during tweeting and... Uh, a lot of the GN Divas um, were tweeting to me saying, oh, he's, he's, he's noticed the ghost. So I think we're all on the same wavelength there. We're, I'm waiting for the moment that, that Jordan brings up that story because I, I think you'll agree it's one of our favourite stories of Jordan's is, is the ghost story. Um, the, and his mum told us about that in the first episode. So if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, go and listen to that again. He is doing the next trial on his own. That is a critical difference between any trial that we have seen him do so far oh God, yeah. is that there is nobody bar two Georges in the presenter of Anton Deck. There is nobody there to encourage him. And Jordan has four fears. And if you combine any of them, I think we've got a problem. And now they've combined some of them. They are... It, so this, this trial is called Trapped Door. And basically, it looks like you have to crawl along a narrow shaft, say nothing, Ben, and try and get the stars. Whilst you are doing this, all sorts of... Now, they have said critters. Now, a critter could be an insect. It could be little fairy things with uh, legs. It'll be, it'll be both of those things. It'll be all of the, all of the things. Don't worry. It'll be, there'll be a lot of bugs. Right. They, but they won't even get a mention. They won't even... They won't even cross your mind, the bugs, because they'll just be the start. They'll just be their standard. Yeah. Then there'll be... There'll probably be some snakes. There'll be some spiders. There'll be some... Potentially some mice. I don't know if they do mice. I don't think they do mice. We're in Wales, William. Who knows <laughs> what they've got? Worst of all, there could be rats. Yes. And we haven't seen any rats yet, have we, William? No, other than on the on the you... bumpers. But we should just admit to something to everybody... As, as we have mentioned, I am absolutely petrified of mice and rats. But uh, last week, at absolute great expense, and it will be invoiced to Jordan when he gets out, I have gone and had hypnotherapy for rats and mice because it has gone too far and I would not be able to sit and watch this programme if it weren't for the wonderful talents of Paul, my uh, my hypnotherapist from phobiagon.com. And great URL. <laughs> And does what it says on the tin. Does what it says on the tin. Um, I've got one more session, but I have. Uh, I, I even on after the first night, I came home 
I signed out of Google, so it didn't track my history, and I Googled rats and mice. And I just sat there on the sofa, scrolling through, going, yeah, fine, it's not a problem, not a problem. So I'm will be interested to see what happens watching this trial tomorrow, if indeed rats are involved. A few have flashed up on the screen. I've been okay. Um, it's fine. You will always get the startle factor, my uh, hypnotherapist says. So you'll always go a bit like, Ugh, but you would do that with anything. Uh, you know, if one ran past me, you, of course, that's a natural instinct. But then it's sort of being able to then actually look back at it and not feel like I'm about to die, which is sort of how I used to feel. Well, I think that's exactly what we're seeing, or that's what we've seen from Jordan so far. And that and that is a little bit... I mean, I know he's not paid any money to get hypnotherapy because he's literally in a castle in Wales not, with no contact to anyone in the outside world except for two Geordies. But what we saw in that coffin or vault, whatever it was, was that over time it got easier, kind of. So hopefully if he can get himself in there crawl through that tunnel it will get easier playing on his mind will be the stars and I said it before I'll say it again he will do well and and I, I know that you're feeling conflicted about voting for Jordan because again I am a bit I did mobilize the troops I, I, I do go a bit mad on Twitter whenever the vote opens and say get behind Jordan get behind Jordan vote 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 all five votes to Jordan um, and that does result in him getting on the trial which I think is good. It's good for the... It's, we can chat about it. Jordan will be okay <laughs> in the end. He looked really worried when it was then announced that he, on his own, was doing that trial. Because I have an awful feeling that he thinks that the, the British public hate him. Which, it, which sometimes is a reason, I believe, why people vote for you to do trials. But it's... I, I think, you know, I, I don't... I, I Well, I do speak for the nation uh, on a regular basis, and I'm going to speak for them again now. But I think it's... Actually, Jordan is so funny doing these trials and is such great entertainment value. That's why he's being voted for. And I hope, look, I don't know how this show works. I think, it, you know, it is pretty much what you see is what you get. But I kind of hope that, you know, on the down low, Anton Deck kind of say to him, don't worry, <laughs> it's fine. People, people are liking yeah. you. It's not because they hate you. Because his face at the end was... I, I actually I felt more sick than watching Russell Watson chew a fish eye. <laughs> well, jo- we know we know something about Jordan now on I'm a Celebrity. Jordan is box office, and I think what as a as a I'm a Celeb viewer over the years, I know that often if someone is struggling with trials, they'll get voted and voted and voted. But usually, I think the actual thing that's happening is that they're struggling and then they don't get the stars, and then. If they get the stars, what normally happens is people decide, oh, they're getting the stars. They've, they've got through their fares. That's fine. Like, let's move on. With Jordan, he is so entertaining. He is so much fun to watch. People don't mind that he's going to do well because people don't want the celebrities to do well at the Star Challenge because hunger means anger. It means arguments or whatever. It means good telly. But with Jordan, you get him on the trials. He gets a good amount of stars, hopefully, fingers crossed. And it's just amazing entertainment. And it's the same for us. It's the same for everyone in the country, I think. That's my theory anyway. Well, fingers crossed. There'll be more Castle Chats in a moment, but make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you get our daily episodes when you wake up tomorrow. You get out of bed, press our buttons, and then listen to us dissect Jordan's antics like a Welsh vet would dissect a dead sheep.
We also really want your help to spread the word about Sexted My Boss, so please share the love on socials using the hashtag GetBehindJordan. Once again, alas, there's time for yet another vintage Jordan's joke of the week. Victoria Derbyshire was unavailable. As if we haven't heard enough of Jordan's voice of late, here's a gag from the archives. What do you call a Frenchman who encourages people to smoke? I don't know. Pierre Pressure. <laughs> oh, good gag. Good gag. Loved, I loved it then, I love it now. Good gag. That's an Anton Deck impression. We'll be back after this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavour for your neighbour. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Welcome back to Help I Sexed My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Before we continue talking about all things Welsh Castle, it's time for the update that's been gripping the nation, the news that everyone's talking about. Not Sky News, but Skylight News. And our special correspondent is, as ever, Jordan's flatmate, Joe. Joe, is the skylight still closed? Yes. Thank you. Now, for every episode of this castle-themed series, I'll be joined by another member of Hashtag Team Jordan to laugh, cry or cringe at his castle capers. Earlier in the week, Jordan's mum, Wendy, told us that Jordan has got the gip factor. Today, our guest is someone who very much has the X factor. You guessed it! I did. It's former I'm a Celebrity runner-up singer and X Factor contestant, Jake Quickenden. Hello, Jake. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, and you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Really, really excited to be on the show with you guys. Thank you. Well, we're, we're delighted to have you. And of course, you have been in the jungle in the past, so you, you have more experience than Ben and I uh, talking about what Jordan is going through. Although, obviously, yeah. this year it's in Wales. How do you think you would cope in Wales? Um, I think I'd probably do worse in Wales because I won't be able to take my top off and sunbathe. So uh, that's pretty much the only reason I've got a career. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so You yeah, and me I'd, both. Uh, 
yeah, I'd have done terrible. I'd, I'd, I'm not a great fan of the cold, to be honest. So mm. I think be, being, I'd rather be sweating hot than freezing cold. So uh, yeah, I don't think I'd have, I'd have survived as well in Wales. Plus, you can, it kind of takes the, the magic away when you go. I'm just popping off to Wales to do I'm a celeb. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not quite as uh, as glamorous. Although they're doing a great job, ITV by by the looks of it, it's looking great. Yeah, the castle itself looks amazing, and it's always going to be I'm celebrity, get me out of here, and it's always going to be great. So uh, I think it's it's set up to be a really good year, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, and what, what are your first impressions of those that have gone in this year? What what are they like so far as a camp? I think they're really strong. I think I, I can't see there being any arguments just yet. It may change when Russell Watson is there. Not, I don't know him, but I feel like he might be that way. He might like an argument. I'm finding it really hard to dislike anyone. Not that I go through life trying to dislike people, mm. but usually you find someone and you think, mm. but no, nah, I haven't. I, I actually really like everyone. I'm excited. I, I usually make up my mind after about one week who I think will win. Okay. And are you normally right? I'm not going to lie. The only year I got wrong is my bloody year and I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm usually quite good at getting the final four. Good, and, and yeah. you, you mentioned yeah. arguments, and we haven't had any on the on the program yet. Do you like arguments? Are you the sort of person that doesn't mind a bit of confrontation? Me and myself, I'll speak my mind if I need to, but I don't like really watching arguments on TV. It makes me feel a little bit weird, mm. um, and especially with the year we've had, I just want to watch some nice TV with everyone getting on and kind of make us remember what reality is like. It's actually nice to see them all being around each other and able to touch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone gave one of the others a hug and I was like, I wish I was there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was one of them. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice watching a bit of normality. And um, there's some jokers in there, which I like as well. Jordan's definitely a joker. Shane's a joker. Well, you, you mentioned Jordan, obviously. This is normally his podcast that, that he and yeah. I do. When you saw Jordan, you can say what you like, because trust me, I've said some hideous things to Jordan over the years. What were your <laughs> first impressions of him? When he was sick, I thought, <laughs> come on, man, you can't be serious. But the more I've kind of watched him, he's so endearing. Mm. He, he kind of owns everything that he does. And I always say, if you're going to do something, own it. And he's owned the fact that he wet the bed up until when he was 15. He owned mm. the fact that he put, I can't remember, what, what did he put in his mouth thinking it was Bongella? Veruca cream. Yeah, he owned it. You don't even, I don't know, if, I feel like he's a little bit like me. Sometimes you don't need to tell people, but you still do. So he seems really nice, and I think he's going to do really well. If I had to call a final four now, he'd definitely be in it. Yeah, okay, good. Well, we're on that. We're thinking the same thing because he is, you know, we, we've all loved him on this podcast for years and, and on, on his radio uh, show as well. And it's lovely yeah. to see a wider audience now appreciate the, the bizarre charm uh, that yeah. he seems to have. <laughs> yeah. And actually the eating trial that he did, I thought he did actually quite well. I thought he nailed it. I didn't get an eating trial when I was in the jungle. And I'm really happy because... I'm not great with the old gag reflex. And he wasn't great with the gag reflex, but he got it down him. And when he started singing, I like to drink with Jordan and Jordan is my mate. It really reminded me of me and my mates because that's just something we'd do. And that's the Northern charm for you, I think. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so going into uh, the programme when you went in, what was your worst fear? And did the programme cure it or worsen it? So my worst fear was always been spiders. But when I did my interview for the show, I actually told him it was rats because I wasn't scared of rats at all. In the end, I got the spider one. Uh, oh. And I had a bowl on my head and they filled it with cockroaches, crickets, crabs, 
uh, huntsman spiders and something else. And I had to stand in there for five minutes oh. with him just walking around on my face. It wasn't great. Jordan, the other night, uh, told us that he hadn't changed his pants for several days, to which I was disgusted, and I should be pulling him up on this when I next talk to him. Um, do you change your pants on a daily basis, Jake? Do you want the truth, or do you want oh. a lie? Because if I was telling you the truth, I'd tell you sometimes I don't. Ooh. And and sometimes I just do the sniff test, and if they smell all right, I go for a second day. And it's fine to do that. But actually, when I was listening to Jordan say that he hadn't changed his pants for three days, I actually went commando when I was in the jungle. So I didn't have to oh. wash my pants. And I didn't actually wash. I think I washed my clothes once in three weeks. Oh. Because we was around the campfire. Everything just stinks of smoke anyway. So mm. there was just no point. You wash them and two minutes later, they're dry. But then they stink of smoke again. So I just thought, you know what? I'm going to make life easy for myself and just sit here in my own filth. Nice. Well, I think yeah. you went through the sheep dip when you came out. Yeah, I did, I did, I did. Um, now, Jordan had his first shower scene the other day with Vernon Kay. What did you make <laughs> of that tender, wet moment together? I thought it was brilliant, and I, I really like Vernon as well. I think him and Jordan are quite a good little double act at the minute, mm. as is Jordan and Bev. You saw their friendship, but I was actually yep. looking at the shower curtain a lot because that's a bit of OCD for me. I didn't, I didn't like how dirty the shower curtain was, mm. even though I don't wash myself that much. I wouldn't like to get in that shower. You don't um, wash yourself? Well, do you have a I team mean, of professionals to do it for yes, you? Yes, yes, the, the girlfriend does it for me. Oh. Um, no, no, um, I mean, it just, it doesn't look a nice shower. But saying that, we showered, it was like a cliff and it was just a bit of a dribble. So at least they've got an actual shower head. They've got a bit of modesty. Yeah, they've got a bit of modesty. They can cover themselves. We, we couldn't, we had to go in our shorts. And if you was really game you just get it all out on tv but they usually blur it but then you can still see how small the blur box is so i didn't fancy it <laughs> um, now it says here that you were a very sculpted man in the jungle um what do you think jordan needs to do to cement his place as the camp hunk i think he's just got to keep doing what he's doing i think yep. it's quite hunky saying that you uh, you wet the bed up until you was 15 all hunks do that um, really and yes i feel like not yeah, in my dreams quite, it's quite a hunky. It's quite a hunky dream. You know what? I don't. I don't think it's necessarily important to be the hunk. So I think Jordan just needs to keep being Jordan, to be honest, and keep being his endearing self, and kind of just say it how it is, because people like honesty and people like normal. So you're, you're saying that Jordan needs to be himself. However, that isn't necessarily going to get him a six pack. So are there any sort of exercises that he could be doing? Um, he will definitely get a six-pack by the end of it. If he's in there three weeks, mm. they're going to lose weight. I lost a stone and a half when I was oh in there for three word. weeks. Yeah, I went in quite a big guy, and I came out looking very, very skeleton-like. Um, and I had, I didn't have that much of a six-pack when I went in there, but I was ripped when I came out. So if he stays in for the three weeks, just don't win the stars. <laughs> don't win okay. any stars, and you'll have a six-pack. <laughs> So just choose somebody who's going to be rubbish at the trials. If he wants a six-pack, that's all he's got to do. Although they're, they're winning these stars, and then and then the meal's pretty grim that they're then getting. What's the point of even competing for eel? I actually think their meals aren't bad. We had to eat crocodile foot. Oh. Yeah, like, and there was literally, it was just gristle. So <laughs> it was their meals, eel, rabbit, and what did they have? Uh, quail. Yeah. Quail. That sounds really nice. If they did a Greg's... Bake with quail in it. I'd, I'd mop it up. Well, I'm sure. Well, maybe you should approach Greg's. That, that, can, <laughs> yeah. uh, that can be their Christmas treat next year. Hundred percent. So, who is your prediction for who will be voted out first? 
Oh Christ! Um, I'm put putting on, on the spot. This is this is bad. Um, from what I've seen, I'd have to say AJ at the minute, and I know AJ, oh. and he's a lovely guy. He's he's such a lovely lad, but I feel like he either needs to be a little bit more vocal and try and get involved a bit more, or he will go home because it's just how it works. People will forget you there and they won't pick up the phone for you because you haven't done much. And I hope that doesn't happen because I think he could be a really good character in there. But at the minute, I think he's been the the quietest. So early predictions for King or Queen of the Castle? I'm not going to predict a winner just yet. I'm going to predict my final four at the minute, which, which will be Jordan, Vernon, Shane and Giovanna. So why Giovanna and not Beverly? I just think Giovanna will get stronger as the show goes on Mm. and the longer she survives and the less people are in there she'll get more screen time for other people to see that she's lovely between her and Bev but I'm going to say her at the minute and can you finally can you share a good luck message for our Jordan yes I can I'd just like to say you're doing amazing keep being yourself keep being sick um, (laughs) and keep being terrified of everything including your own shadow because it's very entertaining You'll be fine. See you in the final. Jake, thank you very much indeed for giving up your time and joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Now, it says here on my script that producer Ben's had a fantastic new idea. Granted that producer Ben did write the script. Ben, tell us more. Well, I had some thoughts. We know that our good friend Jordan loves a piggy tea, don't we? That much we know. It's been mentioned once or twice. Yes, just a couple of times. And... I think the nation is missing that aspect of Jordan's personality. There's no one shouting about Piketty's on Twitter like there would have been if Jordan wasn't in a castle in Wales. So what I'm going to do, and I'd like the Gene Divas, any listeners to join me and anyone else who loves Jordan North, is to, on Friday night, chuck away any plans you had. I know you would have been doing so much, going clubbing or whatever, clubbing and pubbing on a Friday night. Yeah, night at the theatre. Yeah. Um, Chuck all those plans out the window Get a picky tea. I've actually never done one as an adult. I've had a sort of a picky tea, probably a bit posher than a picky tea, if I'm honest. But I've, I've had it as a child. But I've never sort of actively gone to the supermarket or used what was in my freezer. So this Friday night, I encourage you all to do it. We can tweet pictures, hashtag get behind Jordan. We'll sort that out on Twitter. But as long as you put a picky tea in your diary Friday night, that's all we need. And then we'll see what happens. Okay. Sound good? That's a nice idea. Yes. I mean, I did I did already have big plans for Friday night, so I might have to readjust them. Uh, but Gene Devers, if you want to get involved, then uh, obviously follow us on all the social medias. On our Help I Sexed My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here special tomorrow, my guest will be another of Jordan's Radio 1 colleagues, Nick Grimshaw. In the meantime, keep using the hashtag GetBehindJordan and please make sure you follow at SexedMyBoss because we'll be retweeting all of your support. We'll be back tomorrow with more and with Nick Grimshaw, but until then... Bye, guys. Bye.